The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now, your host, Bart Walker. Well, good morning to you. Welcome into the Action Line from WGNS. This morning, we are focusing on Rutherford County. Our county mayor, Bill Ketron, is with us. Bill, good morning. Good morning, Bart. Good to have you here today. Absolutely. Glad to be here. You brought some friends with you. I sure did. I brought the prettiest woman in the United States. <laughs> Mrs. Married United woman. States of America. Yeah, Mrs. That's correct. LaShan Dixon is with us, who also happens to be the director of the Rutherford County Health Department. Shan, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Bart. How are you this morning? I'm doing great. Congratulations to you. Thank you. And quietly in the background is Steve Sandlin, who's always very bashful. Well, LaShan overshadows me today, Bart. <laughs> so the, it, the, uh, we're in this, you said, I believe, LaShan, six-pound um, crown. Yes, very, very heavy. Very yeah. heavy crown. But I'm, I'm very bling. honored to wear the crown. A lot of bling-bling. I mean... <laughs> She, she looks beautiful. Check our website after the broadcast because where the podcast will be, we'll have a, a picture of our three guests, and LaShan has her crown on, and uh, and and it's. Were you surprised? You had to. You knew you you felt pretty comf- confident with this uh, when you went out there. I know. I was very well prepared, had amazing people behind me, my villages, I call them, that have prepared me for this moment, this opportunity. Also, serving in the capacity of public health director here in Rutherford County has afforded me a number of opportunities to learn and to grow. Um, and I'm just very blessed in order to serve now on a national level with the United States of America's Mrs. Pageants. Now, I did not realize your extensive background in helping others to be in pageants. Yes, yeah, so about 15 years of service within my platform, which is called Walking with a Purpose, whether on the runway or in life, the world should be everyone's stage. And so it's a program that I've created to help young girls and women break free from low self-esteem, doubt, depression, suicide, and even dream killing. And so I've been very fortunate to work with churches, to partner with schools and organizations to really be a service to all mankind. And you help, uh, you're very involved with your church here in Murfreesboro. Yes, First Baptist church here on east castle street pastor james mccarroll and so very working involved involved with the church there uh, but then also working with different organizations i'm a part of um, alpha kappa alpha sorority incorporated being one of those which is one of the largest female greek letter organizations for african-american women so look forward to continue to serve in greater capacities very good and before uh, the show ends today we're going to also touch on covid19 and how the rutherford county health department is working with that Uh, But before we jump in on that subject, we're just a few days away from the opening of uh, Plan Rutherford. Bill Ketron, tell us a little about what Plan Rutherford is all about. Plan Rutherford is, is, uh, I serve on the board uh, with uh, GNRC, which is Greater Nashville Regional Council. It's made up of about 32 different uh, county mayors. Uh, who work through uh, GNRC is a, a nonprofit organization. They receive grants, et cetera, and they come out and help in many different ways, help counties uh, put together plans for infrastructure, 
for uh, extension of water lines, broadband. They are kind of the conduit of all the different um, uh, grants that, that come along, and they have the staff to help. So we're planning on, uh, on March the 1st out at Lane Agra, Plan Rutherford. We'll have all of our codes department, our planning director, our county engineer. We'll have other cities as well. Um, with their mayors, it's it's about building a comprehensive plan for Rutherford. You know, with all the tremendous growth, you got to have some kind of plan. You know, whether you're successful in doing it, you still have to have a plan in moving forward. Otherwise, it's chaos. Now, and, uh, what kind of plan do you have? An idea? Have your uh, staffs gotten together and come up with ideas? To- well, just recently there was, uh, I was unable to go, but uh, Steve is my surrogate uh, on the board, and he went to a, a meeting that was held over in Dixon County with the mayors, and, and at that point in time, the GNRC announced that there was a $178 million grant coming to help plan the transportation corridor. Uh, because of Oracle coming on the East Bank down past the uh, uh, Nissan Stadium. So once Oracle gets built, where are the people, how are they going to get to the Oracle uh, complex? Um, So the thinking is right now for Middle Tennessee for that transportation plan is is to build, and this this money would go for the study and acquisition of -of right-of-ways, of bringing that transportation corridor towards the airport from the east bank of the Tennessee River or the Cumberland River and then on into Rutherford County. Uh, Wilson County already has a rail line with the STAR which allows uh, mass transportation to come in that way. Williamson County is a little bit too far to the west so they're thinking right now that that the majority of people who are going to be working at Oracle are going to come from Rutherford County. So this is the kind of plan that not you know, you can't make a plan that just goes to the border of Laverne and stops. You know, it's got to be all connected, you know, for transportation. Yeah, uh, Bart, there, there was, uh, sure, go ahead. The, the mayor came up with a great plan back when he was senator uh, of doing a rail, uh, monorail, like you see at Disney World. Right. Right down the center of 24, where uh, some of the main issues is, like the mayor was saying, for right-of-way acquisition uh, you don't need any more right away with a monorail right down the middle of the interstate. You've already got it. And so they would just build columns, put the monorail on there. Uh, you would have parking at, you know, ever how many stops, you know, to get to Nashville or swing to the, I guess that would be northeast uh, to the airport mm-hmm. and then on over into Nashville then and then back to uh, you might have two rails going back and forth and it kind of hit deaf ears back when you were senator there but now they're thinking wow that was a pretty good idea yeah, you know because yeah. you're it's so tough to get more right away because of all the other things that's been built you know along the right away now even, even if we were going to expand I-24 which is the most congested corridor 30 mile corridor in the whole state mm-hmm. Even if we had the right-of-way uh, to build more lanes, which we don't, uh, all you're going to do, is, just like in Los Angeles, they got 12 lanes on each side, and all you do is fill up with more cars. So the congestion never stops. Mm-hmm. You know, So you've got to be thinking of how can you get mass transportation as the, the growth of population continues to grow in this mid-state area. How are we going to get people from point A to point B? I now, know if I was sitting in the traffic 
and I see that monorail go by, I'm like, <laughs> tomorrow morning, I think I'm riding that thing. Yeah. <laughs> and those people are up there reading the magazines and newspapers. And, and having a cup of coffee. Having a cup of coffee and eating yeah. a donut. That's right. That's right. <laughs> On the way home, having a glass of wine, some cheese. <laughs> so, so that coupled with the possibility of electric self-driving cars, I mean, people are wanting to have a little more free time. Both of those would offer yes. free time. Yes, absolutely. Let me ask you this, because it was in the news about uh, the football stadium downtown Nashville. Mm -hmm. They're looking at possibly rebuilding it, possibly moving it somewhere else. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, what I heard uh, just this past week was, was building a new one between the stadium mm -hmm. and the interstate. And then going back in once that one's built uh, and tearing down the existing stadium and then that way they wanted to put housing and retail along the riverbank okay so there's not a chance of us getting that oh no i don't think so <laughs> that was what i was thinking yeah. well i mean bart if you could stroke a check for two billion dollars and we could have it you know just right across the street or something sure i'll, I'll want him a check for that just uh hey would you wait a day or two <laughs> hold it until friday yeah. <laughs> uh let's let's expand on that just a little bit on that plan rutherford though it's sure. 5 30 to 7 30 march the first they're gonna have food trucks and everything out there it's gonna be a huge event they got so, kids slides you know the balloon slides oh, they got all kinds of stuff out there so it, they're they're really ramping this up and and really want to make this a great event you know the parents are going to be more interested in what's happening how we're planning what are we doing schools in yeah everything opportunity for people to come and get give input of what they think how they want to help shape their community yes so there will be opportunities what will these be uh individual tables where you go and talk about schools they'll have breakouts they'll have breakouts that's that's uh, all over and they're taking your comments you may be in eagleville or you may be in laverne or smyrna or murfreesboro so you know you you put your uh opinions in on it what you live and what you're working with i mean the best the best plans are from the people that are living in that area and they see it day to day and hey i think this would help i think you know if we'd have an excel lane here or a decel lane here or if we don't do you know it, it's it, it takes us all to make this a better community a better county there are ways other than reducing the number of cars then to reduce the traffic issues are there any cities uh, and counties of comparable size to Rutherford County who don't have traffic problems. They, they've solved their traffic problems. Not that I'm aware of. Of course, when you go up north, everybody, there's mass transportation uh, up north. Uh, but in your other cities in the south, I'm, I think we're, we fall into the same boat. But uh, we're the fastest-growing county in the country right now, so it, it's impending upon us to, to get out in front of it and try to start planning. You know, I told some people the other night that we're the number one destination for U-Haul trailers. There are no more trailers in California. They're all here. Interesting. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's studies like that that I really believe, like the garbage can studies that showed Correct. the population growth here. But uh, where do the U-Haul trailers go? They're coming to Rutherford County. Mm -hmm. that's, that's pretty accurate information. Yes, sir. So what do you think is the drawing card? What, what is bringing all of these people here? 
Well, I, th- I think oh, 16 years on the Senate, we, we put things in place. Uh, we got rid of the whole income tax. We're a no-income tax state. We're one of seven states that don't have an income tax. And that's what's driving a lot of people uh, out of those other states like Connecticut, New York, Illinois, California, the the tax rate is so overburdensome. I saw in California the gas just hit for the first time ever five dollars a gallon. So, you know, we're thinking it's high here at two dollars and eighty seven cents, but it's five dollars out there. So, you can come here and get twice the house, and that's what people are doing. The word has gotten out that we have great school systems. We it, we have good temper temperature. You know, year round. You know, we get a little cold days, but you know, it's we still have the season change, four season changes, and and uh, um, it it's a good place to raise a family, a good place to do business. And if you look, that's why Nissan came here back in 1982 because you can you can reach in one day's drive two thirds of the population of the country. So it's centrally located. I told um, Bart not to put up that extra antenna. He has told everybody all the way to California. He's man. told everybody about Rutherford County and how great it is, and yeah, they have started word, listening. Word has got out. <laughs> we have a person questioning your price on the gas, as they say it's uh, pretty expensive here, more than two eighty-seven. But uh, you know, we're not talking about five dollars, so so that's the big difference, I guess. Well, and you just go to Williamson County, and it's always seventy cents higher a gallon than what it is here in Murfreesboro. Mm-hmm wonder why why and it is in nashville too well they know that they can drive the prices up to bump the prices it's a I, I used to kid with my some of my fellow senators and house members from williamson county i told them that they lived in the only gated county in the state of tennessee because <laughs> you know, everybody's so rich over there bart i used to make fun of my mom she would uh still does and and now i'm doing it so i can't i can't laugh at her anymore that uh she fills her tank up when it gets half empty or whatever mm-hmm. and fills it up well i drive a diesel and it's i just paid 378 a gallon and i'm not letting mine go past half empty You're now what she did, when right? it gets half a tank i'm filling that puppy up and it's still you know 60 bucks or yeah, nearly now what 70. happened to diesel i mean that used to be less expensive than regular gas well i would say but it would might make some Popularity. people mad yeah <laughs> Shutting the pipelines down right after they got in. Anyway, don't get me started on that. (laughs) (laughs) Our phone number, if you have a question (laughs) or a comment, 615-893-1450. And you can text questions on that number, too. 615-893-1450. Talk or text, whichever you prefer. We're focusing on Rutherford County. Uh, here's a question. A person's asking, the popularity of Rutherford County continues to grow. Blackman has been the most popular area. Uh, is another area coming in uh, a quick second? I would say right now it's probably Rockvale. Uh, Christiana's coming on, but I'd say Rockvale right now. We just broke ground out there uh, two weeks ago for a new public health and safety building. Um, and there's two subdivisions right before you get to the schools. One of them is 300, the other one is 200 homes. It's just exploding and, and going towards Eagleville. Now, one of the problems that has kept us from growing in some of these rural areas is the inability to, to 
really bring out the sewage system. That is correct. Uh, the sewer goes all the way to Rockville Elementary School. The city sewer does. But uh, we've had a lot of success with the Consolidated Water Utility District in putting in the uh, um, step systems um, in different subdivisions, and, and uh, they come in and run those. CUD does, and it's been very successful. That's why Eagleville is now expanding because they, they were able to get some grant money and put in a step system in Eagleville. So if you look over there where there used to be the sod farm, there's – there's rows of new homes mm-hmm. going into Eagle. Here's a, another note from a listener says that they, they live in the Rockvale area and they're wondering when there will be more fire service with 24 hour a day firefighters. Well, I, I just said we just uh, we just broke ground. Okay, so uh, it'll be through yeah. that. Okay. Uh, and they're they're telling us 10 months. 10 months to get that thing built uh, and we're breaking ground in Kittrell on the 10th of uh, March for the n- second location of new public health and safety building. So it will house two ambulances, two fire trucks, a certified tornado shelter, and an office for the sheriff's office. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment. When we come back, we'll open up the uh, topics of uh, COVID-19. How is that doing? Are we seeing a reduction? And uh, we'll, we'll see your input on any questions dealing with the coronavirus with the upcoming uh, special session on Tuesday, March 1st, the plan Rutherford gathering, all of that. It's all open territory for you. Have you been getting most of your money advice from your brother-in-law? Maybe you need Dave Ramsey. The Dave Ramsey Show, 1 to 4 on WGNS, Rutherford County's Place to Talk. As cold and flu season approaches, one of the best things that you can do to give somebody who is sick is a quart of Demas's chicken and rice soup. This is Peter Demas with Demas Family of Restaurants. This soup is my grandmother's recipe, and we have used this soup in order to help our family whenever we are sick. Just gives us a good comfort feeling. One of the things that you can also do is you can now ship that soup anywhere across the United States. And you can order that soup online at DemasFamilyKitchen.com. Hi, this is Dan Mitchell at Music World and Drummer's Den, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We have an excellent sound room with good acoustics. If you want to try out any guitar in the store, you've got a perfect place to listen to it. Compare them side by side. See how the neck feels to your hand, which is important to a guitar player. We have keyboards to play, a room in the back for drums to give a run through with cymbals, snares, whole sets. Come in Music World and Drummer's Den and try out before you buy it. Music World and Drummer's Den. It's so important that we recognize our veterans, shake their hands and say how proud we are of the service that they have given to our country and that we thank them for that. I am Becky Bookner and we salute our veterans. WGNS proudly salutes and remembers our U.S. veterans who have served our country. In this salute, we talk to a veteran who served in the Marines. Andrew Farr, Marine combat veteran, I was born in Nashville, grew up in uh, New Hampshire, uh, went to boarding school, went to college, and then uh, enlisted in the Marine Corps. Did four years, three combat tours, and then got out in 2008. A combat veteran is not an easy job. No, it wasn't when I was in. And not you, for the Vietnam vets, uh, not for Korea, 
World right. War One, World War Two. Those guys had it rough, and I, I did have it rough, but not as not as bad as those guys. Well, that's that's true, and I think it's because society as a whole is becoming more aware of what we're asking yes. of our military personnel. You said you did three tours. It, that was uncommon. In Back Vietnam. then. Vietnam, you did one tour, two tours. That was it. But now we have guys doing three, five, six. six. seven. I've known a guy who did eight tours. Uh, we did the Democratic vote in 05 okay. in Iraq. We were a part of that. 2006, eh, not so much humanitarian. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2007, definitely humanitarian. We actually helped out Bangladesh in 07 when they had that micro-tornado. We gave them food and water and, and uh, helped them uh, recover bodies from... The mess. I think that our foreign policy in particular is asking a lot of the men and women yes, sir. in this country. I agree. Andrew Farr, Marine combat veteran. I'm Stephen Reynolds, the man in the middle. This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. This is Rutherford County's Blue Raider Station. FM 100.5 and 101.9. AM 1450. WGNS. Murfreesboro. Welcome back. Our phone number, 615-893-1450. You can talk or text whichever you prefer. 615-893-1450. Our birthday winner today, Therese Davis. Happy birthday to you, Therese. And Therese gets the delicious homemade banana pudding from the Slick Pig Barbecue. Our good neighbor of the day is Brittany England. Brittany receives flowers from Jenny Harrison and the family at Ryan's Flowers Coffee and Gifts. They said about Brittany that she has a bright attitude and just brings happiness to everybody around her. Well, that's pretty nice. That is really great to have that kind of a comment from friends of yours. Brittany England, our good neighbor of the day. Welcome back. We have questions this morning dealing with Rutherford County. So. If you have questions dealing with the coronavirus as it relates to Rutherford County, we have the head of the Rutherford County Health Department with us, and she is also just crowned last week Mrs. United States of America. And that's where I was I was going off on that. I called you Mrs. USA, but it's uh, Mrs. United States of America. Yes, so. United States of America. That organization has been around for about four years now and very excited because it's new, fresh, and very progressive and excited to serve on a national level now. Well, congratulations to you. Well, let's talk a little about the coronavirus. I know that's been a big focus of yours with the Rutherford County Health Department. Are there some changes since we're seeing a, a lessening in uh, the, the observance of of trying to keep uh, everyone wearing a mask and things of that sort. Are we seeing any changes in the laws and restrictions here in Rutherford County? So I think overall, we're just looking at continuing to help mitigate the spread of COVID-19 here in our county. And so some preventative measures that we can put in place that have been put in place um, on a personal level is being able to to wear masks, also being vaccinated if you choose so to be vaccinated, Um, but then also staying at home when you're sick. I know that we are going through kind of this cold and flu season and of course the the multitude of seasons that we get in one day here in Rutherford County um, can sometimes make you feel under the weather. And so just monitoring yourself for symptoms if you are having them or 
hope your child is having them as well and then making sure that you're staying at home uh, for at least 24 hours to check on yourself to make sure that you do not spread um, anything to anyone else, um, whether it's in your household or and or your family. That's something that we are really guilty of quite a bit is, you know, it's, I'll just keep on going. I'm, I'm okay. Uh, but you can be creating problems for other people. And tell us some of the symptoms of the Omicron variant of COVID-19, because it's it's something that uh, sounds similar to what everybody gets with colds. <laughs> yes, it's very similar to your, your cold and flu symptoms that you would have. So the headache, the runny nose, the sneezing, the coughing, um, congestion, um, and even just, you know, headaches. And so it is very important for individuals who may be experiencing any of these symptoms um, to monitor their symptoms for 24 to 48 hours and then to seek additional care if needed. Now, do you offer the test to see if you're COVID uh, positive or negative? Yes, sir, we do offer the COVID-19 test. Um, right now we are actually able to be at State Farm and offering the testing there um, Monday through Friday from 8.30 to 12. Um, and we are offering the PCR test as well as self-test kits that individuals can take home and complete within 15 minutes and get their test results back. Now are these accurate? Uh, I've often felt and often seen people going to drugstores and getting the instant test and they'll say, oh, you're okay. And then a few days later, you go somewhere else and check and they turn out positive. Yeah, so it really also depends on the date that you're testing. So I think a lot of times people test too early. And so they say typically test within that three to five day window of your of your exposure, but then also continue to monitor for your symptoms. Um, so I think it's very important for individuals to follow the recommendations that's given from the CDC and the Tennessee Department of Health when it comes to testing. When we're looking at the validity of the testing for both the self-test kits and then the test kits that we're providing, um, they all seem to be around the same, all of them around, around 70 to 90% effective when you're looking at the, the test. So if you would wait three to five days after you have been exposed, does everybody know they've been exposed? Or? No, I mean, you, you don't know. I mean, a lot of people don't know where they have been exposed to. So it could be as simple as being exposed at the grocery store to being exposed when they're at work, um, school, churches. So it just depends. Um, but I think a lot of institutions, schools, churches, um, as well as the um, businesses here in our county have done a phenomenal job at being able to keep people safe through cleaning practices that they, ha that they have, but then also by offering masks for individuals who, don't, who do want to wear them. Now, for people who have had all of their two shots plus a booster, uh, should they feel pretty comfortable or do they need to worry a little bit? Um, I, I think everyone, you know, we need to get back into the routine of doing things. So whether you had your, your booster vaccines um, or not, just continue to monitor yourself and for symptoms if you have them. Uh, but of course, vaccines, we're going to continue to preach vaccines with the Tennessee Department of Health because uh, it is the most uh, preventive way in order to reduce you from having COVID-19 or, and or getting symptoms of COVID-19. Now, you mentioned that the test as well as the vaccinations are both being offered again at the old State Farm building. Do you need an appointment? So no appointment is necessary. And currently right now, we've brought back testing to the health department. And so testing is offered at the health department Monday through Friday from 1 to 3.30 at our location here in Murfreesboro, 100 West Burton Street. And so we're providing testing there. And we also have the self-test kits that individuals can pick up from both of our health departments, one here in Murfreesboro and the location in Smyrna, Monday through Friday from 8 to 4 while supplies last. Okay, so, uh, and these are about 75 or so percent accurate. Yes, sir. 75 to 90 percent, depending on the person. Uh, are these 
more difficult or less difficult to administer than the original ones. I mean, the original ones, uh, I didn't have one, but it sounded uh, like a challenge sometimes. It's pretty simple to, to, to administer to yourself. Um, the instructions are laid out very clear for any individuals to read and to go through. Um, but of course, if anyone ever has questions or they feel like they're unable to administer, we are also able to administer um, the test um, at our health departments as well. Very good. Tell us some more about the health department. What other services does it offer? I know. I think over the past, what, two or three years, everyone has forgot that we actually are doing public health at the health department because we have been doing a lot with COVID-19 and definitely could not do this without our tremendous staff. Uh, we have uh, roughly about 120 staff at both of our health departments, our Smyrna location, which is a little bit smaller site, and then our Murfreesboro site. And then we've been able to have some phenomenal contact staff that have been able to come on and help support our COVID-19 efforts. And so um, we offer everything. And I tell people from the cradle to the grave is where we help individuals um, from child health to women's health, men's health. Also, um, we have our dentist that just came back. And so we're all actually at, are going to be offering dental services coming up here soon. Awesome. And our largest program, which is our Women, Infant, and Children program, in which we're able to offer nutrition, educational classes, breastfeeding classes. Um, last, or two weeks ago, we just actually held our annual community baby shower in partnership with Yanni Way in Rutherford and Cannon Counties. And so being able to be of service and really being able to promote, protect, and improve the health and prosperity of people here in our great county um, is something that we're all about with the Tennessee Department of Health. Now, this is officially the Tennessee Department of Health. Is that right? We're not one of those counties that has our own health department. We're that, not the Rutherford County Health Department. That is correct. Now, is there an advantage to being a county health department? I think, what, well, five or six? Uh, yeah, there are five or six. Mm -hmm. uh, Knoxville, Nashville, Memphis, uh, they all are. And Tri-Cities, I think. And Tri-Cities, but if, and we thought about it because we were so frustrated with when we first started <laughs> with uh, uh, people calling in on, on Sign Up Genius. It was not working well to get your appointment so we actually thought about uh, doing our own but then we realized that uh, we would lose a lot of state funding that comes in we the county pay for um, the building we pay for uh, benefits for all the employees mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. except for Lashan because she is a direct employee of, of the Department of Health um, so all those services the county pays for okay. um, so we probably are not going to have a Rutherford County Health Department. I don't, I don't think we're quite there yet, uh, but we would have to pay for the dentist, right? Yes. Um, and we'd have to pay for LeShan. Uh, we are paying a little bit of that because it, it when uh, we were unfortunate and we lost our director right after the, the um, pandemic started, and, and LeShan stepped up and was an interim, but she had to interview. And they weren't paying enough at the state for her to take that position. So I went to the county commission and asked if we could help supplement her salary uh, in order to keep her in that position. And we're just so fortunate that we were able to do that. And she had been with the health department that, she prior She was the that. assistant director, but she was an employee of the county. But now she's an employee of the state, but we supplement that salary to keep her. And we get to say that she's the prettiest director in the state of Tennessee. Mrs. United States of America. Well, that's, uh, that's interesting. to And for people who are wanting to learn more about the local health department, 
you have the office here in Murfreesboro and one in Smyrna as well. Yes, sir. Are the hours the same at both of those? Yes, the hours are the same. So Monday through Friday from 8 to 4.30 is when we offer our traditional public health services. Uh, we also do some extended hours depending on the needs. And then we have a lot of community health outreach workers that also work on the nights and weekends to, to meet the needs of our community. Now, for other issues other than COVID-19, uh, you mentioned about uh, new parents, uh, pregnant women. Uh, tell us what kind of work you do in that area. Yes, yeah, so we provide education and resources to the community in regards to anything, like I said, from um, maternal and child health, but then also looking at um, other things that have been going on that I think we've kind of pushed to the wayside because of COVID-19. So whether it's diabetes education, obesity awareness, nutrition education classes, and looking at, you know, opioid, because we know opioids crisis is still something that's going on and prevalent as well. And so we have um, been able to work alongside with our regional office, as well as um, organizations such as Prevention Coalition for success to get information out to our community um, as well as to our schools to be able to really bring education and more awareness to these topics and issues that people seem to think that that are not happening um, and so bringing more light I think also brings an awareness to it and for us to be able to talk uh, but then additionally looking at you know this is Black History Month diversity and inclusion and how we can include everyone in the conversation um, especially when it comes to health in general and so being able to be a resource um, and, and being a light to those individuals who may need additional assistance with things um, that they may not typically think that they would need. Uh, they track a lot of data ahead. too, Bart, mm -hmm. uh, that's important for the county commission. They track data from swimming pools, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, all the, the public swimming pools, they, they have to go out and test that. They check uh, rabies. They, they furnish the, that data back to the county commission, how many rabies cases we get per month when, we get, when she comes and gives a report, STDs, on and on and on, all the data from a health standpoint, what affects our citizens. Mm -hmm in Rutherford County. So it's it's mainly a source of information and a source of, of helping people resolve problems, not just giving you, here's how you do it, we'll help you do it. You yes, start it, seeing those numbers spike on different areas, be it rabies, then we need to be concerned. If you see it on other areas, we need to be concerned, and, and then that's when she notifies the state and they come in and, and help us. Now, you mentioned that opioids, uh, we've sort of taken the back seat with COVID, uh, pushing everything out of place a little bit but opioids had been and still are that didn't change I don't guess with the COVID-19 did it did they drop any or any changes I think looking at the data that we've been able to uh obtain over the past couple of months it kind of stayed the same um, and so we're really now wor working with our organizations such as prevention coalition success and other organizations to really um, bring more awareness and more light to the issue um, additionally we've been able to work with um, ascension st thomas and vanderbilt university with our community needs assessment and so really engaging the community to see what they think the needs are because i think a lot of times especially being in public health uh, we have this one track mind of okay this is what we think we need to focus on but really being able to sit down with our community members and our stakeholders to say what do you see are the needs here in our community and so very grateful for the work that our community wellness council has been able to do in putting back you know time and effort to sit down and have these real conversations and being very transparent and vulnerable and saying okay these are things that we need to work on and improve upon and this is a three-year plan that we look at and from our community needs assessment we have our community health improvement plan and so how do we now help improve the community that we live in based off of these four or five topic areas that our community says that they really want to focus on.
So Plan Rutherford, which starts March 1st, will will give input to Lashan. It all comes in, into play, into into planning and, and looking out what's best for our citizens, Rutherford County. You know, the fentanyl is, is just exploding in our community as it is across the whole country. Uh, with the cartels bringing in on I-24, uh, the number and talking to the sheriff, you know, and, uh, and I'm sure with Dr. McDonald being her position as the county... Uh, Forensics. Well, she... She's the. She's not the coroner. She's no. the uh, medical medical director. Uh, yes. medical, medical director examiner. for the county. Yes, so yes. she she works with with Lashan, and so, and working with the sheriff's department, we're seeing the number of people that they they arrive on the scene. Somebody's overdosed, got a needle sticking out of their arm, and and they have to pop them with Narcan, and uh, sometimes two or three times. But uh, we're averaging thirty between suicides and drug overdoses between thirty eight and forty a month in this wow. county. Tell you what, let's do. Let's pause for just a moment. When we come back, we'll continue this topic and we'll sort of take it in the direction of the new facility that you had proposed, but some folks from uh, Arizona oh, yes. wanted to, to <laughs> yes. go and they wanted more money. Uh, we'll see how that's going, too. Stay with us. Get your good neighbor events to us in writing two weeks before they occur. We'll put them on the radio and the internet. WGNS, AM, FM, and online. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank. 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. When the unexpected happens, fire, water, or storm damage, Farrah Construction can help. Farrah Construction is also there to help when a car slams through the wall, and that seems to happen more often these days. I'm Ron Hall. Let our family at Farrah Construction help you. Call Farrah Construction and we'll board up, put down tarps, secure your home or business until the insurance coverage is approved. I'm Ron Hall. Shop local. Let our family business help you. Farrah Construction Company. Schedule online anytime. Getting an appointment with Ascension Care Teams at St. Thomas just got easier with online scheduling. Now you don't have to break away from your day to book the care you need when and where you need it. No matter where you are or what you're up to, whether you're a new patient or if you've been here before, just pick the appointment that works for you. Schedule online anytime at getsthealthcare.com. Good afternoon. Steady flow of traffic continues on. 24 coming in from Davidson County. A lot of radar earlier over on 840 as you head towards Franklin, Williamson County. Give yourself extra time. Princess Hot Chicken now available for catering. Log on to princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Mostly cloudy skies here for this afternoon with temperatures holding rather steady. While winds out of the north at 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, chance for rain alone near 40. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujicic, Scan News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 38. 
This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Hitting right at what matters most to all of us here in the heart of Tennessee. Weekday mornings at 10 on WGNS, AM, FM, and online. Welcome back. We're continuing our conversation. Our guest this morning, Rutherford County Mayor Bill Ketron, along with Deputy to the Mayor Steve Sandlin and the Director of the Health Department, LaShan Dixon, who is also Mrs. United States of America as of this past weekend, complete with her crown and everything today. Uh, you got to look at our website uh, after the broadcast, and you'll see a picture of her wearing this crown. And you said it's how many pounds? I think it's about six pounds is what it feels so it's like. Pretty yes. heavy, it's huh? pretty heavy. <laughs> <laughs> when we began that last break, we were hinting at the forensic center, uh, which was very much in the conversation a while back. And the plans were to put it out at the old State Farm Regional Building on Memorial at Desjardins Lane. Seemed like a logical place. That would have also been a place for uh, the Rutherford County Sheriff's Department, communications, and uh, some of the detectives and what have you. Right. That uh, didn't go the way that you it, planned. It, it did not. Uh, we couldn't come to terms with the uh, owner. Um, they're out of Phoenix. Uh, they had been leasing to State Farm. They came in um and bought all of state farms buildings nationwide back in 2013 they own all their properties and lease back to state farm state farm is still has seven years left on their current lease at this location and so we were going to try to cobble together with state farm state farms willing to put up 25 million and we were going to put up 25 million as a county and come together they wanted out state farm did of that lease uh, and so we were willing, between the two of us, is to offer $50 million to purchase the property, uh, 400,000 square feet and 62 acres. Um, unfortunately, they, they wanted between 80 and $90 million for the piece of property, and it's just out of our budget. We didn't have that kind of money. So we're back to square one and, and actually looking at another location right now to do that. And in reality, they have no urgency to to sell no they can sit out there for another seven years because they get paid monthly you know it's no big deal and as you look at this new location or any new location uh forensic center this Mm -hmm. would enable you to have uh, drawers for deceased persons that uh, that is correct uh, which we don't have we We have three we, we do not yeah um basically we've got three we've got three now uh out at salem and we just recently built that um, and we also have some, some uh, refrigerated trailers in the event that we have some type of casualty, you know, where we have to stack those until autopsies can be uh, performed on the deceased. Uh, but there's no place, if there were a train wreck, bus wreck, plane crash, anything of that nature, no, uh, the hospital only has five drawers. Uh, funeral homes have two or three drawers. There's no place to take. 30, 40, 50, or 100 bodies. 
all at one time. And so that's what that would be. And so I'm talking and negotiating with Dr. McPhee at MTSU, and they have a forensic institute, and we would like to join forces with them in a partnership to where we can turn it into a, a, a teaching facility uh, on one half of the building, and then we use the other for public uh, safety. Now, would this be at the university, or? We're still in discussions on that. So just keep our fingers crossed. Probably not at, at the university uh, primary campus. Okay. So, uh, and if somebody has an idea, or maybe you have some property, well, what size of land do you need? Well, we knew that State Farm at 400,000 square feet was, was just a monster of a building, and we probably don't need that. But I would say uh, around 200,000 square feet will need uh, space for all of our uh, offices, administration offices for the Sheriff's Department, EMA, EMS, Fire and Rescue, and then teaching facility on the other side. We thought it would be a, an excellent opportunity because MTSU has the medical program that is in a partnership that I helped uh, put together before I left the Senate with Dr. Hildreth at Meharry. So the, the uh, students will come here uh, to MTSU and go three years in medical school um, training here and then they, they will actually go to transfer to Meharry and become a doctor within six years. Uh, so they do no, their internship and, there? And no debt. And no what? And no, no debt. debt. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was the way we sit. We, I was able to get uh, uh, the money appropriated along with Lieutenant Governor uh, McNally. We were able to get the money appropriated. And so they continued to renew that, that uh, great program. The only caveat is that they would have to, those students, when they became a doctor, they would, they, at the beginning, they would have to sign a, a promissory note saying that they would stay in Tennessee and practice medicine in a rural county, not in the metropolitan or any other. They would have to go into a rural county where we're lacking mm -hmm. of medical services. So this would also give them, uh, the forensic science facility would give them some hands-on experience in that oh, area. Yeah, Dr. Hildreth at Meharry, uh, the president, he was so excited, him being a medical doctor himself, he, was, he said, uh, usually medical students never get an opportunity to actually practice on a, on a corpse, you know, to actually determine what the cause of death was at what time. And, you know, so he was pretty pumped about that opportunity. And so we're still, like government, slogging away, <laughs> never forgetting sight. We're going to get there, you know, like that old tur uh, turtle, you know. Well, the, the beauty of this, too, is that's knowledge that they would be taking into the smaller counties that really are needing. Well, and, and the teaching opportunity for MTSU, we can make it a world-class facility and bring in people from all over the world to teach forensics. You know, it's so important today. Kind of like if people who like watching TV with CSI, yes. CSI New Orleans, CSI Los Angeles, we can make it CSI Borough. Yeah, you know. yeah. We can figure it out in about 30 minutes according to the show. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 exactly. In our dreams. <laughs> so huh. is this something that uh, it looks like it could come together relatively quickly? And I know when I say relatively, uh, when we're looking at government, a few years. A few years, yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, are there, while we're talking about things that might happen in a few years, mm -hmm. uh, you've talked a little about traffic, the infrastructure mm -hmm. for our traffic. Any improvements in those areas that look like they're coming soon that, that we need to help flow well, the traffic? Of course, they're starting on phase two, and LaShanna and I were just talking about it. She lives out by World Outreach Church on, on New Salem. 
Uh, we're starting phase two on 99 from the interstate coming into uh, Old Fort Parkway. Uh, they're uh, getting right-of-way acquisition right now, and so they'll start that process uh, of trying to widen that road on into to uh, uh, Old Fort Parkway. Um, Thompson Lane, uh, that's in the process of widening that all the way out to, to 231 uh, from Broad Street. Uh, Cherry Lane will be new extension coming in. And, of course, most of these are all in the city, Bart, so those are TDOT dollars that have to go in. But what we're seeing in the county is the same thing, the growth. We're, we're now, we were talking about it just yesterday, we're having to, to uh, step up and, and where these new subdivisions are popping up in Rockvale and et cetera, we're having to, to put up stoplights in the county. We have one question uh, left here that we have not addressed, and I had just just now saw it. it says what if anything is being done for littering on our roads she says it's embarrassing it is to drive down the road it is i'm i'm embarrassed as well and it's just been in the last year or so it's just exploded i don't know if it's the people moving here that just don't care anymore but the trash is just outrageous and we're picking up more trash right now with our workhouse inmates than we've ever picked up poundage wise um, and we can go out on I-24 and pick up trash and go out there the next day, and it looks like we never touched it. Um, I do have Mike Sparks and Don White, uh, Representative Sparks and, and Senator White, is carrying a bill for me because I was able to get the county commission to pass a bill. Right now it's $25 to th- if you get fined for littering in Rutherford County, $25. Uh, they're carrying a bill that's going to make it $500 on the first offense and $1,000 on the second offense. We're going to put some teeth into it, and maybe people keep the window up, you know, and when they get out, take it to the garbage can, okay? When they stop at the convenience store, get out and empty your car there when you're getting gas. Don't throw it out on the side of the road. We've got uh, refrigerators and mattresses and TVs. Uh, I mean, we're, we're con- constantly calling out to the workhouse, tell them to go out, and they go out there immediately and pick up stuff. People they do are, a great job on picking it up. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they get it quick. Illegal dumping is just out of control, and we're trying to get a handle on it, but we got to put some, some teeth into it to where people going, wow, $500, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. We'll be watching that closely, and that could be a part of the replanned Rutherford that is, that coming up March the 1st, and that's over at the Ag Center. What time again? Steve? Uh, 5.30 to 7.30. Okay, that's March the 1st. Circle that on your calendar. Special thank you to Bill Ketron, our county mayor, Steve Sandlin, the deputy to the mayor, and LaShan Dixon, who is in charge of our health department, and also the new Mrs. United States of America. Stay with us. The news is in progress on WGNS Murfreesboro.